Hi, this is Feas Talks, and I am Armin Uhiyovagimian, Deputy Secretary General of the Federation of Euro-Asian Stock Exchanges. If you are following our news uh, on uh, social media and our website and all our announcements, you will know that uh, Feas has new members. And uh, I am very happy to have today with me uh, Mr. Chris Richardson, who is um, who is our new member, and but he is also our old friend of FAS, uh, with the company of Percival, who is a software company. And uh, I am very glad to to have you today, Chris. Thank you, Armin. Thank you. Thank you. Really. So yeah, let's start with the congratulations of becoming a member <laughs> of FAS, both for, to, to you and uh, you. mostly to us also, because uh, we, we love that uh, new members are joining us. Uh, and the very first question, uh, what are your expectations uh, of joining uh, the Federation? Well, golly. Um... The connections are several. Let me try and un un unpack it all. For, first of all, it's a very interesting region. Um, as you know, our relationship to the uh, the stock exchange in Armenia goes back quite a long time. Um, we were introduced, first of all, by our, our mutual contacts at, at NASDAQ. And I remember talking to Karen. And I can't remember his position in, in the, the the stock exchange or the depository at that time. Deputy CEO. CEO. Okay, fine. But they were looking for a new uh, central depository solution, and uh, Nasdaq put them in, in contact with us. Nasdaq also had a shared interest shared interest in the the Armenian stock exchange. So one thing led to another, and eventually we won the project to to supply the CSD there, set up a new CSD, and we used our solution for that, uh, depend. Mm -hmm. um, uh, similarly, th there have been quite a few con uh, conferences held in the region, some of them taking place actually in in Yerevan itself, and, and we've tried to attend those uh, wherever we can. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's an interesting region. We would like to do more business there than we've been able to so far. Um, and parallel to this, also, Percival have branched out from just um, supplying CSD solutions. We went live with our first training platform, new training platform, mm -hmm. which we call Revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, emphasis on the venue part, mm -hmm. because it's actually a, a multi-venue training platform. We went, went live with that in Barbados in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. Last September, we're quite proud of that. That's already fully integrated with our our. CSD product, CSD solution, depend. So FAST now becomes, it's not just related interest because you know many stock exchanges also own the CSD. So the ownership structure mm -hmm. is, is silo model basically. So the stock exchange actually owns the CSD, which is 100% on subsidiary of the stock exchange. But also our interest is, is naturally stock exchanges now as well because we have a trading platform so mm -hmm. our expectations are, are a deepening of the relationship between percival and the exploration of new marketing and, and project opportunities in the region that, that, that uh, first covers yeah 
that, that's enough. That, that's, uh, also, that's any, any opportunity to visit Yerevan and, and, and see, you know, colleagues and friends from that association from Bas like yourself, like Constantine, who is uh, still involved with Theos, even though he's not with the, the stock exchange anymore. So you know, I have friends, fr locally friends at the central bank and at the, the stock exchange as well. So, yeah. So yeah, th this is what FAIRS is about. It's also uh, the connections, uh, both personal friendship and also business and a lot of opportunities to, uh, within this region. So, uh, again, I am very happy to have Percival with FAIRS. And you mentioned several um, interesting things like uh, exchange, stock exchange software, depository software, something about Barbados. Uh, we, uh, I know about this, but will you please um, tell us a bit more about Percival, how it started, uh, well, details, a bit detailed. So human details. So um, my full name is Christopher Percival Richardson. So the name of the company <laughs> comes from my middle name. I got teased about it at schools or in an Eng English-based culture. Percival is kind of one of those very weird old-fashioned names. So I thought when, when I when I grew up, I matured, I, I you know, went through all my university and, and came to setting up my own business centered around Actually, not, not CSDs. In those days, it was 1986, so there weren't any CSDs yet, really, in, in, in that time. But anyway, I needed a name for the company, so I used my middle name. I thought I might as well make it work for me rather than be an object that was used to tease me like it was at school. Anyway, so that, that's where the name of the company comes from. And our first, our first focus was actually... Uh, systems for share registration, basically keeping the share book of a company, uh, share registration systems. And we, we got our first client actually in Trinidad, which was also the Caribbean. And gosh, that, that early system went into more than 50 different sites internationally. And it, uh, over the times, up until the time it was decommissioned. But somewhere along the line, it actually in 1990, we, we won our first CSD project, which was uh, Malta Stock Exchange, who remain a customer to this day. Huh? Uh, and in those days, the, the whole concept of a, a book entry settlement system and central security depository was relatively new. So it mm -hmm. first figured in the G30 recommendations, the very first ones that were published in 1989. Basically, it was said from on high, thou shalt have a CSD with dematerialized or immobilized uh, securities held in, in, in book entry form. And that started you know, a, a growing trend for capital markets around the world to implement uh, CSDs. And it, it, you know, if, if, you, if you already have a share registration system, it's a very short step. To becoming to, to having a CSD solution, what's missing from a share registration system uh, is essentially settlement, trade capture, and settlement. And settlement discipline in 1989, 1990 is not like it was, it, you know, like it is today. In those days, it was very simplistic. There was no raft of international regulations and restrictions and things you could do. There was no AML, no know your client. There was corporate action processing, but it was no international standards for that. It was 15022, but you know, 15022 standards again, even in those days, lack the 
for example, it lacked the corporate action mm -hmm. notification uh, message types and so on. So the world was a much simpler place uh, technically for capital markets in those days. So it's a really short step for us to move from share registration, issue, you know, issue share processing into CFD solutions. So we we did some customizations, not too many, and ended up with a fully functional CSD system and a very successful project in Malta. And the next project after that were uh, was in Estonia. So again, that was in so that was in 1990 with Malta, and then in '94, roughly middle of the year, so May, we signed the contract for computerizing the the Estonian CSD, and that was a greenfield site. There wasn't even a proper function in stock exchange in those days. So mm. again, that that was a super wonderful project, you know, accomplished in record time, six months. I don't think any other vendor since then, before then or since then, has managed to implement a CSD from nothing to go live in six months. So we, we're quite proud of that. And since mm -hmm. then, it's been basically organic growth of where we are. It's like... Uh, three generations, four generations of product later, you know, currently fully scalable entire architecture system, uh, T2S compatible, CSDR compliant, GDPR compliant, capable of operating to the highest standards within one of the most demanding environments uh, around the world, which is uh, the, the EU. You know, the, the EU, we love mm -hmm. our, our regulation. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a slow growth, but I can tell you, if if I was leaving university today or leaving, you know, setting out on my own to start a business, it would be close to impossible. Actually, no, honestly, it would be impossible for me to say, oh, I like CSDs and, and that business. I'm really interested. I'm going to start. I want to become a CSD, you know, vent software vendor. It's, that's impossible. You needed to have gone through the history. So I don't, I don't, you know, new entrants to the to the CSD marketplace, they, they end up throwing money into a pit mm -hmm. and then failing. So we, we were lucky because it was step by step for us. And yeah, you know, all of our experience, everything was acquired over a long, long, slow period of time. Yeah, but th this is um, interesting. And I like this, that organic growth Roads the personal yeah. to the point that uh, it is now, yep. and based on this, so um, how do you see um, long-term vision? So you pass through all the steps of setting up uh, the CSDs like software. Uh, how do you see the future vision, like long-term? Oh, there are, there are two aspects of it. I mean, there are two separate um, courses being run now or played out now in the world. And one would be technology. So, and, 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 but that's been a constant uh, since the time mm -hmm. I, you know, even before when I was at school, the world has been going through rapid technological advance. And that means an advance in programming platforms and databases and communications. I mean, when when we wrote our own system, actually when that, that CSD system went live in Malta and, and the one that went live in the very first one, written in COBOL, by the way, went live in, in Estonia. That was that was in 94. There was no internet in those days. So the, I can't I can't overstate the impact of technology on the 
the developments and, and, the, and the regulations that have been formulated since that time. And, and technology will continue to drive developments in not just capital markets, in pretty well everything that, uh, that, that comes under the, the realms of human endeavor. I think that will continue mm-hmm. apace, that nothing is going to change there. So that's one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. The other aspect of it is a little bit more human, and it's the regulations that govern it, and it's the new methods of interacting that uh, people are trying to bring into the world. And that's, that's having a little bit of a rougher reception. I mean, the, the proponents of, of digital platforms, for example, tokenization, want to bring into being uh, what they call a more democratized capital market, where individuals can trade uh, with, without intermediaries. And it brings into question a lot of the traditional um, stock exchanges and regulations that govern capital markets uh, that developed over centuries, a couple of centuries of running that experiment, if not more. Um, and the results are not always good. I mean, pair-to-pair unrestricted transfer of assets across the world globally without borders or restrictions is a criminal's charter. So there is a very keenly fought cultural war in that space at the moment, and we're keeping our eyes on it. Um, Our perspective, sorry, our perspective from Percival is that we don't want to restrict our customers. So far, there there are no use cases for distributed ledger technology in other words blockchain to be brought mm-hmm. to bear on csds so every proponent saying oh we want truth instead of trust but in actual fact csds are already trusted organizations and distributed ledger technology does not solve any problems that csds have today when it, when it does we're happy to update our product if it's mm-hmm. I think the approach that Percival have taken so far in that arena is to commit to making our system interoperable with any particular digital exchange that uh, any of our customers wants to do. But so far, there isn't a standard. Every new uh, fiat currency or uh, form of, of tokenization is new. It's got a different API. It's not centralized. So, you know, it, it's, it's a mess. In terms of standards, <laughs> when they when they sort that out, we'll develop accordingly, and we're willing to help or talk with any customer along the way to achieve that. Sorry, no, have, okay. have I have I rambled on a little bit too? No, long? no, no. But th- this is interesting, and this uh, brought uh, an, an idea that we need within spheres or uh, openly, we need uh, a debate about these technologies, yeah. DLTs, and whether yeah. they are yeah. they, they are managing the issues that they should or uh, or no, or just this is a fancy thing. But this is a, a good thing to to rise here and to, to have another debate out, yeah. out of the fast talks. Uh, but uh, I will come to the, I will come to uh, the exchange, uh, stock exchange software very shortly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, as we mentioned that you mentioned the like long-term vision. Now um, in, in CSDs, in this software. Uh, actually, or in this, actually mm-hmm. I didn't mention our long-term vision. So okay. at, the, at the moment we've, we've got the CSD <laughs> solution. We've just released uh, a, a, a training platform. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what we're looking at probably in, in the not too distant future is to, to um, develop a, a more functional and widely a more widely scope investor portal shareholder portal we have one at the moment mm -hmm. but um, I think it, it could do with considerable extension so we're, we're looking at, at cooperating with an external company to do that for us at, at the moment um, we're also thinking about CCP it seems to be the latest technical or legislatory capital market accessory that all stock exchanges oh we must have a ccp they don't really need a ccp mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's just a misinterpretation of the standards which say that a ccp is strongly recommended for over-the-counter traded options or derivatives and no one reads the last part of that sentence but uh, there's no risk in a spot market in other words, if, if you're trading cash, equities, or, or fixed income, th there's no risk in the trade. Because if a trade fails, the buyer still has his money and the seller still has his security. So what is traditionally regarded as risk is, isn't present. But with a derivative, where mm -hmm. you have a, a contract over time that can escalate if, if the price moves in a way that you don't expect, then yeah, you can use, lose your shirt over that. So that, that's a huge quantity of risk, and, and CCPs definitely play their role there. But most, most emerging markets don't really need one. But we would, like yeah. to, we would like to fill every spot or most of the sensible spots in the entire value chain. I think CCP, a CCP would be next on our list. Okay. And um, what is the, like, current, the current aim of this year? What are the plans of the current year? Uh, we want to um, basically improve and, and do a little bit more marketing work on our trading platform. It, it was really successful. It, it's you know outstanding. Um, one of its unique selling points is, is a truly multi-venue trading platform. Currently has a browser-based UI. I don't know how long it's going to last within the product. None of the larger competitors in that space uh, bother with using uh, browser-based UI because it's just not not fast enough for you know higher volumes of trading. So mm -hmm. it's a it's an application that you have to use in order to have the higher speeds of communication through a, a website. It's not fast enough. So we'll probably be developing a, a fixed gateway to improve connectivity mm -hmm. and uh, uh, an actual application as as a trading client. But you the, mentioned Barbados also. Can yes. you like uh, a bit eliminate them? Well, that's where I was born, of course. Mm -hmm. So I have a special place in my heart for my homeland. But they had the confidence in us. I don't know if that has anything to okay. do with the fact that I'm also a Barbadian, but they had the confidence <laughs> in us to let us do, let us uh, bid and win a contract to provide a trading platform for, uh, for them as, as a development bid and not because it's really hard to market a trading system if you don't have any customers. Mm -hmm. Stock exchanges don't have, uh, well, they're risk averse as, as, as you would be. It's a strategically important national uh, system. So the risk of fa failure of a development project is significantly higher than buying an existing solution that's already live at, a, at, at one or more sites. So they put a lot of faith in us, and, and quite frankly, we knocked it out of the park. It, the, 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 the product is really nice. 
we brought to bear the sort of experience that we've we've put into our CSD solution, which is so configurable, it's like off the scale. So everything is basically configurable online at runtime. So the, 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 the user of our CSD solution is empowered. There's a significant amount of independence there from us as a software vendor. We Our business model is not to make money from our customers through change requests. That That's really short term and not in the interest of the customer. We would rather develop a framework where there is as little as, as business logic as humanely possible in our solution and that all of the rules are, are configurable online. And we brought that same approach, which already exists at the DNA level in our CSD solution. We brought that to bear in the architecture and design of our trading platform, and we were very successful indeed. Great. So uh, I wish you luck. In this competition of uh, the tech world uh, within the other, <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, I hope you will have your success and your niche, your special niche there. So, but like, like now, uh, hearing you, you are uh, like broadening your services uh, and products. And uh, my question is, how are you keeping the creativity in all this? In all this, and in addition to this, the, the uncertain times that we live, how you are doing this? Well, I'll, I'll tell you something that no, 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 no prospect likes to hear is that there are 16 people in our company, Armanui, 16. And with those 16 people, we are punching well above our weight. So we've got big names. I mean, the Baltic countries are using our CSD solution. They joined, I mean, uh, I, I'm not allowed through contract to use the N word here, huh? <laughs> but <laughs> you, you know who owns and operates the Baltic countries huh? and, uh, and that includes Iceland, this is also part of the picture. So they run, they run all of those four countries from a single integrated uh, platform using our depend solution. Huh? So, we are well beyond any of our competitors in, in the sort of markets that we, uh, that we support. Look at it this way. Um, one of the Baltic countries is Estonia. And uh, that particular organization decided to go all in, what's called all in when they joined T2S, which means that every single investor level account, every, every account in the CSD is represented in T2S. That's called the all-in approach. They're the only CSD to do that, okay? So it means all of the other CSDs in the EU who are T2S members are omnibus accounts. And in an omnibus account market, it means that you basically only got a handful of accounts per participant. So any particular country, any particular CSD might, might be operating only, you know, a hundred, couple of a hundred accounts in total. Now, the transaction volume is still as high because the transaction volume ma matches the, the activity on the stock exchange that they're connected to. But in terms of number of accounts, they only have a few, which means that the Depend solution is handling more accounts in, the, the, in T2S than all, all other vendors put together <laughs> by a wide margin. We thought that we would be knocked off our perch when the Finns joined because they, they took... Uh, 
years, I think that went went really over time to, to implement their system, which I believe was from from TCS Data Consulting Services. But in the end, their decision to join D2S, that they went, they also went for a layered model. So it was only, even though the Finnish CSD is investor level, beneficial owner level accounts, like the Armenian one, for example. They, those are summarized and aggregated so that in their interactions with T2S, only the conglomerated totals are represented or emulated. So as if they were uh, an omnibus level CSD in their relation to, to, to T2S, it's called layering. Mm -hmm. So they use a layered model. So few, fewer accounts again. Yeah, I, I know depend uh, very closely. And uh, now I can feel that everything you are telling now, I, I, I felt that during my previous uh, position when I was at the, the stock exchange and working also with depository. Yeah, um, yeah I felt all about depend. And um, we didn't we didn't actually interact so much. It was, you know, my, my uh, our Percival's contacts were more the technical guys. At, uh, yeah, but do, do yes, you I know contact I, I, with I, those guys at the, the, at the stock exchange and, and the CS? Uh, I, I knew the product because I was, was like dealing the, the other products which are being built on on the services that depend uh, yeah, is providing. Yeah, yeah, that's course, why I course, that's why I, I was and, like, and you guys did all of that yourselves. You, that, that that's the sort of independence from the vendor, the software vendor, Percival, that I'm talking about. So our, our framework product enabled you to do that. Yes, yes. And uh, I was, I, I am really happy that I had that experience with, with your software. Thank you. Uh, and it seems like it was like uh, a very interesting part of my life. But let's back, be back to okay, so cre create cre <laughs> Creativity. So how do I do it? Uh, yeah. Uh, how, do, how do you do it? I, I, I can only answer that in not in a formal way, but in a more human way, in the sense that the, the, the things that are important to creative people are agency and ownership. So that they need to feel that they need to feel a creative person needs agency. No creative person likes to be managed by someone who doesn't understand them or appreciate their work. So you you give them a place to stand and you know, invest emotionally in what it is that they're developing and, and they will move mountains for you. And, and all of us are like that. So the, the, the internal culture within Percival is, is we're like a small family. We know each other mm -hmm. well, we go to each other's birthdays, we, you know, we, we hang out together. It's, well, that's been kind of suppressed a little bit during the pandemic times, COVID times, but we, beyond colleagues, we're, we're friends outside of, outside of work as well. So that's the first aspect of it. The second aspect of it is that we're all lifers in the sense that uh, our guys are not going anywhere. Be because of that commitment to the product and the company, you, you genuinely feel part of a team, not, not just we pay your salary, but you know, emotionally you're committed to it. So people are not looking to leave or looking to see if they can get you know, a better pay or a more interesting job elsewhere because there's plenty of interesting things to do in CSD and trading platform development. So there's no lack of that. And development and, and the environment just, just supports them. So there's that agency. And secondly, um, my personal view is that parents make better employees and they manage their time a lot better. So younger people tend not to work out here. 
we have a couple of, of, of young bloods already in the company, and but they're exceptions to the rule. But and generally they are, they're not in their twenties or either their late twenties or early thirties. And, and if they're not already a parent, then they're in a committed relationship and they're, they're they have more experience. So that really counts a lot towards your attitude to work and life and um it's just different we love our products we're committed to, to, in, to the best interest of our customers always and, and we push that internally within within percival as well and, and that's part of not trying to make money from our customers through change requests it's not a, even from a software vendor's perspective that that's not the kind of work you want it's thankless, it's hurried. So if we think our customer has a bad idea, we will tell them, uh, we will work with them, we'll take their money off of them if they really insist on doing it, but it's not, not the kind of work you want. We genuinely are interested in cooperative work with our customers to try and improve their business processes and, and implement uh, better methods and structures in our, our, our framework that is our CSD solution, our, our trading platform. So. And I can't honestly tell you or confirm that, yes, that's the reason for our success. But if I had to pick on something, I, I feel that that has more than anything else to do with it, more than anything else. I got your point. And uh, I had another question, how to, uh, to stay human in digital way, but you already answered to that. And I understood that, uh, yeah, in any case, we are, really? so you mentioned two things. I can tell you what I personally do, apart from my mm -hmm. sport, I like to play sport a lot. So I still, I mean, I'll, I'll be 65 this year, but I, I'm still on the squash court three times a week. So I, I try and keep fit. Um, I have a life outside work. My wife says that it's Friday evening until Monday morning, you belong to the family. Don't even imagine that you're bringing anything home to, to work on. So yes, there are very unusual exceptions where one has to work out, out of hours, but in the evenings during the week, you know, when I leave work, I need to leave that behind. And that, that's really important. And I bake, personally, I bake. My grandmother raised a family of eight children on the proceeds from baking. So about a year ago, I said, oh, I'll try out some of our recipes. And yeah, well, I bake cookies and cakes and <laughs> interesting desserts and stuff like that. So and I love to cook. And it's something I can share with my wife as well. So sometimes I'm the sous chef and sometimes she is. And we, we like to do interesting things in the kitchen. Um, you know, Chris, this, this interview, this fast talk uh, is um, like a bit different like the others, because if it was, was like our conversation, uh, it is a bit more human, like more than about business. And I like it. Yeah. And Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and okay. I hope that Percival and you will be integrated into FAIR's family uh, very quickly and hope to see sure. you soon. <laughs> Thanks sure. for joining me. Well, you're very, very welcome. Um, I hope now that the COVID restrictions are retreating into the far distance that I have an opportunity to, to visit Yaravan my old friends at the CSD and the stock exchange there and of course uh, FAS I, look, I shall thank look forward you. to it thank you and uh, for the, the ones who are following us after 
after this interview, we will start our week about Percival. So this is a campaign that FEAS is doing for new members. We have uh, uh, other new members as well. So stay tuned to, uh, to know about our members and about Percival uh, after this interview. Uh, thank you very much. Arminieri, thank you very much. It's been a great, great talking to you. Hope we meet again soon in, in person. Ciao.